What's up, guys? Welcome to the Rebuild Stronger podcast, where we talk about all things powerlifting, strength, sport, business, and life. Hope you enjoy. What's up, Rebuilders? I'm just going to start calling this series John Standing in a Rack ranting at this point. Um, But this one is for all of those intermediate lifters, beginner lifters who've started competing and are starting to get really hungry for that next total. Uh, If there's an error that I see from a mindset perspective when it comes to lifters at this level, it's wanting that total right now and not building it long term. And I'll be honest with you, I was this guy. If there's a single lesson I wish I'd have learned earlier, especially in my like mid-20s when it came to lifting, it would have been to not try to rush progress um, for a multitude of reasons. When I ran into Matt and Susie Gary for the first time I took the USAPL Level 1 coaching certification, I actually remember laughing a little bit to myself about you know building the, the total five kilos at a time, two and a half kilos at a time. And, and really taking like a measured approach because at the time it was PR or ER for me basically. And for a lot of the athletes and people that I was lifting with at the time, it was PR or ER. Like five for nine day was a normal day for people. A six for nine day was a great day for people. And I remember first hearing that like your, your number one goal should be a nine for nine day. And then it should be to like kind of chip your totals. And then it should be PRs. Uh, like that PRing every single meet as a tertiary goal was just something that I, I didn't accept until later on. And there's really specific reasons as to why this can actually hinder your progress. First and foremost, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Uh, I know I, a lot of people are like, well, it should be expected, you know, to, to make progress. It should be expected to make progress, but having massive PRs every single time puts a lot of pressure on yourself to manage a lot of other things that you may not be used to. So let me give you a couple scenarios here. The very first time I went to a world championship and competed in a world championship, it was also the first time that I had traveled a long distance to to lift and stayed at a hotel the night prior. Now, I know that may not seem like much, but it's a lot different when you're waking up in your bed, fixing your breakfast in the morning and doing everything in your routine that makes everything simple. So John, championship mentality, none of those things should bother you. No, but it's a lesson. It's a variable that is not necessarily something you've experienced before and all these variables add up. So another another scenario, say you want that PR total and then you know two weeks prior to that, training isn't going as great. You're gonna put what I've seen a lot of athletes do is push harder. They, pr- they try to press through that. And you get into that, that piece where it's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've, I've got to hit these numbers prior to getting there or it's not, not even worth a shot. So you add all this external pressure that's really not necessary. Your number one goal, especially when you're in that beginner intermediate phase with competition, should be putting good competitions together, feeling those things out, learning as much as you can about that that process and then taking that experience to drive yourself to the next level another scenario 
I've had a meet that's lasted 11 hours. <laughs> 11 hours. From my first squat to my last deadlift, it was 11 hours long. I've seen them go longer. I've seen them go 14. My wife's first equipped competition, she was done lifting in three hours. That's really, really fast. So these are all things that are outside your control that you need to experience to, to better be able to gauge where your performance is gonna be from day to day to day to day to day. So that's the first layer to it. The second is longevity. Uh, I know I preach this and I know a lot of people don't find it to be something that's like super sexy, uh, but in reality, the people who are in this game the longest are gonna end up being the strongest. You can see a lot of young athletes who've got a lot of talent come in and like set the world on fire for one or two years and then they're gone and we wonder where they went. Well, they've either plateaued or they're no longer in the sport. Now, there are reasons that people leave the sport that are outside of the sport itself. Life, profession, kids, you know, wherever your priorities shift. But in reality, if you're in the gym tearing it up, three to four hours a day, like I see some of the, the these newer lifters doing. Here we go, old crotchety man. Um, if, if you're doing that, then it's very easy to have to change your priorities to something that doesn't take as much time. As opposed to adjusting training, learning from that aspect of it, and then becoming better over time and stronger over time as you learn, because you're not just trying to chase that next total. I'm trying to chase the, the training that I'm doing right now. I'm trying to chase the total that I'm going to get next year. Like I have a meet in two and a half weeks. I think I'm going to do great in it. I feel really good. Not as good as I did last November, but I still feel really good. But I'm not, I'm not banking everything on some total then. I'm really worried about what 2024, 2025 is going to look like. And yeah, that's when I'm going to be 39 and 40 years old. That's fine. But... You don't, get, you don't get really, really strong. You don't get to the, the levels that we see some of these incredible athletes like Sam Calhoun and uh, Jen Thompson and Ray Williams in the sport. It's just, just in USAPL alone, uh, not even mentioning other avenues like John Hack, who's been at this game for a, the greater size of, the side of a decade. Uh, you see them putting these totals up now because they've been in the game for so long, they're almost unshakable. I actually remember Susie Gary telling me a story about a water cut she had um, where on the flight things just started to go a little bit haywire and she was able to make an adjustment because of other experiences that she had that allowed her to still be able to go and compete at a really, really high level and win another world championship. Like, these are the things that are really important to understand because there are so many things outside of your control on meet day, that your, your number one job should be to come in, execute to the best of your ability, go nine for nine, and then set yourself up for the next one, and then set yourself up for the next one, and then set yourself up for the next one. That has to be the mentality going in. And I know it's hard. I know the temptation of that next big total right now is like the easiest thing to chase. It's the motivating thing. It's what society finds sexy. It's like, it's the championship mentality. But you can work 
super, super hard with laser-like focus and enjoy that part of the process without trying to make yourself a martyr for the outcome. Because that's ultimately what happens. And what I mean by that is when you don't hit the total and we all see those Instagram posts, oh, day didn't work out the way I wanted it to. I want to apologize to all of you guys for my performance. Like, what? why? What are we even talking about here? We're lifting weights. So there's no need to put all that extra strain and extra pressure on yourself for a total right now. Build, execute, learn, gain experience, and those things will come with time. I know time is not the thing that people want to hear, but if you want to get to those super lofty goals that you have tucked away in your brain in there somewhere that nobody talks about, it's going to take time. Appreciate you guys. Uh, that's all for my rant today. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please leave a like. Please subscribe. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please leave a rating. I greatly appreciate it so that other people can hear stuff like this and gain as much knowledge as they can from it as well. Appreciate you all. See you later. What's up, Rebuilders? Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also, leave a rating that helps people like you find the show and reach more people. Appreciate you. See you at the next one.